Mind if we dance with your dates? Why not at all? Good afternoon, good evening, good night. Truman Show, right? Well, we're not talking about the Truman Show. Hi, welcome to Midlife Crisis. He's Trevor, I'm Jamie. We are your hosts. Today, we will tackle, well, something that has been debated for decades. I mean, it's like... In bar rooms and clubhouses and after parties on couches in living rooms, dorm rooms, on the corner, cigarette breaks at work, around the water cooler, wherever you might have been, you have definitely had this conversation. Now, I don't know what side you're going to fall on as the listener here, but... We're trying to get some answers, goddammit, because I don't think I've ever gotten a definitive one in this discussion. And maybe Trevor has, but I think we disregard that, and we need to get to the fucking bottom of this, okay? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we've debated this between each other, and we're still not decided because we're divided. But definitively, we will come up with the answer today. As you, as all of our witnesses, we will finally answer the timeless 30-year-old question. What's the better movie? Animal House or Caddyshack? And that's what this episode is about. Now, I guess we're kind of going to debate forum where we've each kind of picked a side. And I tend to err toward the side of Animal House. And obviously... He does not. Trevor, what do you think the better movie is? I love them both, but I have to go just like, and it's not just star power, but Caddyshack, man. It's just, it's just where it's at. It's just not, it, it, it supersedes. It blows Animal House out of the water. So the amount of lines and quotable lines. Well, I mean, listen, if we're if we're going quotable lines, we're evenly matched. Now, you know, and and rightfully so because some 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 things about these two movies, there are parallels. One big parallel is two-thirds of the writers of both of these movies are the same. Yeah, can we uh, just acknowledge Harold Ramis in this because he was a fucking genius. Harold Ramis I believe directed he directed Caddyshack but he yeah. wrote both Caddyshack and yeah. Animal House along with another guy named Douglas Kinney. Correct. Now both of these guys were National Lampoon uh, fellows, you know, they did writing for that and they dipped their toe into the screen play game and they came out with first Animal House and then 2 years later they came out with Caddyshack. Now they both movies are works of art. They are just one of a kind. You know, if you're going to say to somebody, hey, what's the funniest movie ever? Most of the time, these are the two movies that get tossed up. There's just so many one liners that really like penetrate the entire, you know, the whole movie. Like, oh, it, and it's, and, and, and they've, st- they've stood the test of time, even. You know, you have Animal House, which came out in 1978 about, a frat house 
in the, I believe, early 60s, you know, just full of alcoholic degenerates on, you know, this college campus where that's typically not tolerated. And then you have, you know, the 1980 hit Caddyshack taking place in what was, you know, present day at the time at the famous Bushwood Country Club. So <laughs> it's not gambling at Bushwood. So. And I never slice. So, you know, yeah, you know, and that's just one example of one of the many one liners from these films. You know, now, I mean, I, I, I go back to the, you know, the fir first time watching these movies. I had heard so much about them. You know, it wasn't like I just stumbled upon this movie and then ran and told all my friends, oh, my God, you guys got to see this movie Animal House or holy shit. Have you ever heard of this movie Caddyshack? I had done nothing but hear about these movies for years. And then finally, because when we wanted to watch movies back then, you had to go rent them and they're both rated R. So you had to, you know, either get the get the sleepy guy at the uh, video store or get somebody else, you know, i.e. a parent to uh, rent it for you. Um, I believe I saw Caddyshack first. What, and and then Animal House yeah, is that, is that right. for you? Even though the uh, Animal House was first, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I saw Caddyshack first. Yeah, and I think, and you know, and and there's there's something to be said. So you know, things to consider when we when we talk about this discussion, this debate, what have you. Animal House was necessary. For Caddyshack to exist, okay? Now, we already covered two of the writers were identical on both of these projects. All right? You know, Harold Ramis heavily involved in both of them, you know, obviously, and then the hand the hand in of Douglas Kenny as well. But, you know, you get when, when you look at the cast of Animal House, okay? Obviously, who comes to mind first? It's John Belushi, all right? Who played Bluto. Just... <laughs> You know, when when it comes to, when it comes to comedy, it's it's kind of hard to top the guy. All right, you know, short career, tragic ending to a very short life. The guy made his mark in every single project that he was ever involved in, and this you could argue between you know this and being a blues brother, obviously top of the list. I tend to go with this because you know he did so much for it. For that film with this character because he had I, I don't want to say a, no supporting cast but a bunch of unknowns you know you you look around you got you know Tim Tim Matheson who yeah sure everybody's coming yeah yeah but who, who the hell was Tim Matheson you know Stephen First who yeah you know he was in the dream team and a handful of other projects throughout the years but then who the hell knew him Tom Holchi yeah Sure, played Amadeus, went on to be nominated for an Oscar, but back in 78, who the hell knew him? A young Kevin Bacon got smacked on the ass for his initiation. Who the hell knew who he was? Peter Reigert, Bruce McGill, you know? Yeah, Bruce McGill, he went on to a great career. He did go on to a great career, but back then, who the hell was he, you know? Bruce McGill, of course, you know, D-Day. Um, you know, one of the guys who didn't really look like he belonged in college at all, but nonetheless... People like James Widows, you know, but, you know, then, then you had, you know, again, at the time, you know, Karen Allen, I've, you know, now Karen Allen is, you know, she went on to play Marion Ross and Raiders of the Lost Ark mm -hmm. in Scrooge later on, played the mom in the Sandlot. Everybody knows who Karen Allen is now in 1978. Anybody know who the hell Karen Allen was? No. Uh, the only other people 
in that movie. Oh, forgive me, because I left out one of my low-key heroes of this film, Mark Metcalf, who played Doug yeah, Meyer. Yeah, he was great, dude. Just and just just, <laughs> just a hell of a pompous asshole. You know, went went on to you he's know spitting he, like he's so angry. Oh, like he's, abs- absolutely. My my father-in-law lo- loves the you know without that pledge. Pin. Loves he loves it and enunciates it properly. You know, Metcalf went on. I, he was a maestro in the Seinfeld episode titled yep, Maestro. Right, right. Uh, he also starred in, I believe, every Twisted Sister video ever. And um, also, too. yeah, he, he was also the uh, the father in uh, One Crazy Summer. He played Teddy's dad, you know, the right. owner of the lobster restaurant chain, shooting crossbows at his son. You know, obviously, mm. he did more things. But again, at the time, these guys were all unknown. They did have a little bit of supporting star power in this film. That kind of helped him out a little bit. You had John Vernon, who was a very well-known dramatic actor at the time. So, And he didn't have really really a comedic role. He played a straight-laced dean of the college and nailed, yeah. he nailed it. Double seeker probation, you know, the, the remark about goose shit and, and, and everything else that he did. It was just, it was fantastic. Yeah, you know, and zero point zero. That's where I got my name from, James. There you have it, man. Hey, Pluto, you know, but he he did give way to one of my favorite lines in that film, and I think a lot of people might go with this as well, where he looks at Flounder and says, "Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son." Yes, sir. Just a just a hell of a line there, you know. Um, (laughs) Of course, they also they also did have one other big helping hand by. Who somebody who already at that point was very very accomplished um, and continued to do so. Donald Sutherland, yes, you know ap- appeared in that film as the professor, uh, the 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 pothead professor who slept with Karen Allen, got yes. everybody high. It was great. It was you know it was it was a great great role for him. But so a little bit of star power in Animal House, you know. Now, like I said, that movie was necessary to create the momentum for Caddyshack, which I don't think is the better film, but he does. So he's going to tell you about Caddyshack. Knock yourself. Yeah, it, I, I just think it was a better, better movie in the sense of the, just the, just the, the laughs, right? I get the Caddyshack thing. I just don't think it was as funny as the Caddyshack. Now, my... Uh, bias is that Ted Knight makes that movie. Ted Knight makes Caddyshack what it was. Now I know you had complete star power with the the Bill Murray and and Dangerfield and Chevy Chase and even uh, Brian Doyle Murray, <laughs> but um, Ted Knight to me is just he made that movie for me. The one-liners he had and the, the dickhead he was in that movie just made it, made it, made it for me, and it flowed much better. Like the cat, the, the Animal House movie to me was a little segmented, and it didn't really flow well. Yeah. Like the whole premise and the storyline with um, Caddyshack just made it all cohesive and it just it, it, it just flowed better to me I, I love the fact that that bill murray was this bumbling fucking idiot groundskeeper and you know the, the gopher thing was stupid but um i 
I, I just think it flowed. It, it was just much a, a much better cohesive movie than Animal House. Did. You know, yeah, and it's it it's a tough point to argue. You know, again, again, I got to keep going back to the Animal House was necessary to create what Caddyshack was. You have Animal House, the like you say, segmented, poorly edited. Looks like it was almost you know you know like they didn't know what the hell they were doing because. The guys making the movie really didn't know what the hell they were doing. You know, you had you had early on director like John Landis, you know, like a first time screenwriter like Harold Ramis and Doug Kenny. And they're getting involved with all these up and coming guys who are just just happy to have a fucking job, man. Belushi gets lent in from Saturday Night Live, you know, and he's like he was set there to carry the movie. And quite frankly, he did. You know, it's you, you don't hear the words animal house without thinking of john belushi in his navy blue college sweatshirt you know slamming back the bottle of jack daniels after they took the bar the whole fucking bar you you know your mind just automatically goes to some of these places you know whether whether it's it's him doing that scene or him putting mashed potatoes in his mouth calling himself a zit punching the potatoes out food fight doing this doing that or Easily the most iconic moment of the movie, and I hate using the phrase like iconic parts of a movie, but it was Toga. 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 Yeah, I totally understand that. But you got spots like when they're sitting down to dinner and Judge Schmelz is with his wife and Al, a.k.a. Rodney, says, oh, this is your wife, huh? Oh, lovely lady. Hey baby, you must have been something before electricity. <laughs> Come on, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> now, now, without doing any sort of research, I'm pretty sure that Ramus probably looked at Dangerfield and said, "You just walk through the room and say whatever the fuck you want to." You know, so I would, I honestly, I'm going to take some points away for 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 the quality of the film because. There's no way in hell Ramus wrote a single line that Dangerfield said. Everything from "Hey, you scratch my anchor." I can't. I don't, even, I don't even count Dangerfield in this as my top ten fucking uh, quotable lines. I yeah, but I, just every everything he says is gold. It's so it automatic. Is. But I think Ted Knight really makes this movie, and he really fucking steals his show because he's such an asshole, waspy fucking douchebag, and it's hilarious. And I can't. I can't disagree with you there in, in the regards of who kind of low-key stole the show. Now, obviously, when you talk about Caddyshack, you do have, you know, Bill Murray playing Carl Spackler. Yeah, but he's Grayson, talking about Gopher the whole time. I don't, even, I don't even care about Murray in it. Yeah, but still, it's 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 it, it was it was the star power, and it, 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 he's got some beloved lines in there, and him doing battle with the gopher the entire time was definitely worth its weight in gold. I mean, I can give you that, but yeah, you're right. You know, when when you when you have a cast comprised of Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, you know, and then Ted Knight just shows up, and and I agree with you, he upstaged every freaking one of them. This is a douchebag. Dan Noonan says, I plan to go to law school after I graduate, but it looks like my folks won't have enough money to put me to college. Joe Schmale says, well, the world needs dish diggers too. <laughs> Come on, that's hilarious. He's a total prick, and he nails the role. He absolutely does, you know? It's kind of hard for me not to think that that's how he acted in real life because he You're was absolutely right. natural at it. He was absolutely phenomenal, you know? Now, they, 
aside from the writing, of course, there was. Do, do you know what the other similarity or the one thing that this film's had in common was? Well, there's always an underdog, I guess, right? There's an underdog. Little tidbits here. Um, what an underdog! No, Jesus, no. This no, is the underdog. About, I'm talking about. No, Jesus Christ, no. I'm talking about context, man. Jesus Christ, you're trying yeah. to defend the movie. You didn't even do the research. I'm talking about Sarah Holcomb. Do you know who Sarah Holcomb is? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, she was the one that was in. Uh, yeah, she was the young girl who. Uh, yeah. Got her yeah, she was stuff. She was. Yeah, she was allegedly twelve in the uh, Animal yeah. House film, yeah. sleeping around with college guys. But yeah, so yeah, and, and she. Boy, talk. Talk, talk about a strange career. She pops up in, in, in two of the, the, the most highly revered comedy films of all time. i never seen her in anything else. Yeah, you're right. She's not dead. I checked. She lives in Connecticut. I think she's... I don't know. She had, like, I think she had a nervous breakdown or something. I, 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 I could be wrong. Really? You know? If, if, if that's not true, she can come and take that up with me. But, I'm sure uh, she would, Jim. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. She's 60 years old at this point. With her, with her phony Irish accent. What was with the Irish accent in Caddyshack? Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Come oh, Danny. Oh, Danny Noonan. You're going to be getting into me knickers. Don't you be doing that. You know, and I will say, uh, if we're going to compare, well, she was not Caddyshack, too, was Cindy Morgan, who played Lacey. Okay. I thought she was so hot back then. She had that, like, tight tucked yeah. in shirt. God damn, she was hot. So, okay, so... So, so who was yeah. hotter? Okay, so so what? what are we talking Lacey or Sarah Holcomb? Lacey, yeah. Lacey, hands down. No doubt, right? Okay, okay. so, so all right, so so if we if we go based on the eye candy firepower of these films, okay, like we, we can, we can, we, we can attack this in certain aspects, okay, because this one, Animal House has your beat, all right? So you got, you got Lacey Underwood. All right, you know, a, a a prim piece, if you will. All right, Honestly, do you take drug shaming? Who do you take drug shaming? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Every but, day, good. That's your problem. Good, 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 good. So they got some firepower over an animal house. All right, Karen Allen, not not a bad not a bad looking woman. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. Back back then, she she had, you know, would would you say the word hot? No, definitely had something going for her. Okay? I thought she was hot in Indiana Jones movies. Not she was hot in Indiana Jones. You know, <laughs> shit. That's what they wanted you to believe. But then you have, you know, you know, you can get in, you can get into a whole bunch of other. Hey, you, you, you had, you had your, you, you know, probably the second installation of of a cougar since Mrs. Robinson and the Graduate. You had, you had Verna Bloom, who played Dean Wormer's wife, who I think <laughs> had it with. Uh, what you should get in the room with Otter. I believe, you know, in his life, you know, got invited to the party and that worked out well for him. And then you had Barbara, you had Babs. Yes. You know, you know, you, you, you had your token blondes, Babs and Mandy Pepperidge, you know, who, who, you know, famously was, you know, trying to give uh, Greg the uh, limp wristed uh, hand job in the car and he couldn't get it up because he was too uh, focused on what have you. But then shit, you got you got the whole Fawn Leibowitz crew. Yeah, that was a great. Scene. Every every single one of Fawn Lebowitz's friends were, uh, you know, pretty smoking. They had something going on, and of course, you know, you know. So I think I think on female firepower, you basically got Lacey versus an army from Animal House. I go edge to Animal House on that one, and for, damn, the, 
Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. It's all yeah. old wasty bitches and then one hot chick in, in Caddyshack. Of course, of course. Look, and then- I, I judge how much I laugh, right? And I laugh in Animal House, but I laugh way more in Caddyshack. Hi, what'd you shoot today? Oh, Judge, I don't keep score. Then how do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. Come on, man. That shit's fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, it's it's fucking gold. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that, you know. But you know, again, you 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 go but you go back to your you go back to your pledge pin, your you know, your <laughs> your double secret probation. Fat drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, son. All sorts of good shit there, you know? The yeah. toga toga toga. Yeah. You know, see if you see if you can guess what I am right now. You know, Niedermeyer, you're all worthless and weak. <laughs> you know, my advice to you is to start drinking heavily. You know, these are these are also gems, absolute gems. They absolutely are. You know, Otter, after they fuck up Ken Dorfman's car. Well, you fucked up. You trusted us. You know, it's it's there's yeah, that's true too. There's, there's some glaringly obvious, you know, you know, and then of course the 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 entire the entire scene of Otis Day, which yeah, we'll get into yeah, the next yeah. subcategory here, but, but the the whole sequence of Otis Day, I mean, just you know, I started the segment off, you know, may we dance with your dates? Absolutely, my God, there was fucking right. joke funny. Oh my God, wait a load to seize us. Right again. It's a great scene. It absolutely is. And then they wind up leaving four helpless white girls in the in the bar with all the black guys. I get it, but the the, the one liners even in in Caddyshack, are, the, Zen, the Zen philosopher Basha once wrote, "A flute with no holes is not a flute. A donut with no holes is a Danish." Come on, that's fucking gold. <laughs> Christ, you know, I mean, listen. <laughs> Right, Jamie was you. really good, but I yeah, think fuck you. Maybe 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 you're edging me here. Maybe maybe you're twisting my twisting my opinion to lean your way here. Um, you know, <laughs> but it's not over. Carl? Yeah, what do you think? It's really awful. Yeah, well, I got a lot of stuff on order. You know, credit trouble. I mean, it's just like you're talking to a, Ty, who is uh, Cherry Chase's character. He's a rich fly-by-night kind of guy, and he's talking to some douchebag fucking groundskeeper. Pool, pond, pond's good for you. Come on, this shit's gold. It might be good. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah. I mean, so, okay, so, all right, we covered we, we covered who had the better, I guess, uh, the, the better harem of women. So, clearly, I don't think the cast is up for debate. Caddyshack no. wins on the better cast. Yes, no, of course. Uh, and it should because of the way it was structured. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's just overpowered. And, and for what it was, Animal House had a really awesome uh, dialogue and context for for what they had to work with. But I, I, I think Matheson... Um, takes the takes the takes the cake in that. I don't think Belushi even wins in that movie. I yeah, I can't go Belushi either. It, it's definitely the obvious pick. Matheson. I mean, there, there was almost like I, I don't know. It's 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 it was hard for me to completely love the character of Otter. I honestly, my my favorite character in there has to be 
the Niedermeyer character. He was so high strung and just and just so regimented with his fucking, you know, his his ROTC bullshit that I mean I mean for me that's that that's just that's who I think of every single time. I I I remember Boone and Otter hitting golf balls at him while the horse drags him away, you know, and, and watching him mouth feed the carrot to the horse. It's just all these all these, all these little things that, that Niedermeyer's character was able to do. But, and my mind always goes to fucking D-Day is him just being like a complete like loose end, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I still I still for the life of me have no idea what he was doing there because the guy was clearly in his fucking thirties. Yeah, right. He's clearing his thirties. Jesus Christ! The guy, the guy's a goddamn, you know, a seasoned mechanic, rocking a handlebar, you know, mustache like yeah, nobody's right. business, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Dan, Dan McGill was fantastic as as far as far as his portrayal there. Now, each one of these movies did have a particular song assigned to it, or that goes hand in hand with it. What's the better song? Of course, you have. Shout! I from, think I'm all right, man. From Animal right. House, you're gonna go with I'm all right. Now, the I one thing to. I will now, only one of them gets played at every single wedding that you've ever been to, and that's definitely Shout. Wow, but I will crazy. say, when I hear Kenny fucking Loggins come on, yeah, it does move me. So I'm gonna go point Caddyshack on the song because I'm all right is just one hell of a good tune. So um, you're right, though. You hear. Shout at every wedding. It is definitely, definitely the case. Um, you know, it's. Listen, I mean, I, I don't know what else there is to dive into with these films. It's. You know, I mean, you know, it's. Like My said, contention is that Al Shervick and Judge Schmales have the best one-two punch of all of these. Uh, Harold Ramis or any of these old movies like he's the you know joe collar or blue collar guy who's made it big and judge Schmelz is the rich guy who's always been to the club and he shows up with wong and you know that looks good on you <laughs> you know like you get a free bowl of soup all that free shit. Bowl of soup. yep yep oh, there wow. it is yeah like, nah, i mean beat that yeah. and i think caddyshack is a is a far superior movie than Animal House, but I love Animal House as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, if I... So, I mean, one one of us had to take the fucking Animal House side and... No, and I think you argued it very nobly. We'll, 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 we'll just go ahead and say I'm just more of a man to take on that challenge than you, and that's no, why I would. got it. So. I couldn't argue. I couldn't argue Animal you House. Know, it's, it's, it's tough, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, really, it really, really is. You know, I mean, but that, that being said, of course, you know, it, I... I would, yeah, I, yeah, I can't, I can't put my front up anymore. I got to just go ahead and say it. Caddyshack, while much respect due to Animal House, it is still easily one of the funniest movies ever made and always will be. Christ, it's been around for 40 years and there aren't many films been made since then that can hold a candle to it. You know, some might get kind of close, but the only one that, that does beat it, yes. I think would be Caddyshack. Of course, um, it's just you know, again, Animal House was 
very instrumental in the fact that Caddyshack was able to sign on star power of Bill Murray and, you know, Chevy Chase and and bring in these other SNL guys, even though they had the connection with Ramis from the Second City improv crews out in Chicago. And that's, you know, you know, that's that's where all these guys all kind of hail from. And that's their big connection there. You know, um, it's it, it really was just pure comedic gold with what actually was coming out of the film Caddyshack start to finish every single character, you know, all, all the little details, um, you know, even, even shit. We didn't even talk about that little prick denunzio. God damn. Oh, we didn't even get into it. Even him. Shit. Well, he sucked. That guy. guy (laughs) It's all I'm in some other fucking movie. He sucked in that too. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure he's a fine individual, but uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was really, yeah, it's. I don't want to say it's a no-brainer, but yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be Caddyshack. It's just it's got it's it's just got that l- just a little bit extra that Animal House just doesn't have, and it's not because Animal House fell short. Like I said, Animal House was the stepping stone that made Caddyshack possible. Correct. Yeah. You know, what? it was a stepping stone. You're exactly right. That's what it was. Some. But Animal House is, in its own right, a great fucking movie. It absolutely is, you know. And there's there's nothing that's that's going to take that away by any means. It's um, Jamie. Can I just say, Gunga Galunga, Gunga 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 Galunga. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, that might be the appropriate spot to end it right there, you know. But <laughs> what the hell do we know? So, kids. For those of you keeping score at home, it seems as though it would be Caddyshack, funnier of the two movies. Dare we say funniest movie of all time? If maybe. you're liking us, if you're following us, I don't know, maybe maybe there's a way to give us feedback. We do have an inbox for the email. If you don't think we figured out what the funniest movie ever was, we'd love to hear your suggestions. And don't give us any of that there's something about Mary bullshit. No, we or, what's 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 some other Step ones? Brothers might be a contender. I doubt it. I don't know. Ooh, that's a conversation to have. That might be. You know, Doctor Strange loves probably that. That <laughs> one might come into mind because people go with safe bets and they got to go with older movies, and that's just uh, that's just kind of the way that it is. You know, as long but, as there's no Ben Stiller movies involved in that, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, well, no, not going to count starts again, Hutch. No, no. All right, well, or something about Mary. All right, well, kids, we're going to uh, ship off here. It sounds like the debate is over. So, if you ever hear anybody else uh, having that argument, you just share the link to this episode, episode twelve of Midlife Crisis, where we informed you. That's right. That's what we do. We inform you that Caddyshack is a better movie than Animal House. And on that note. that's all folks share follow subscribe and we'll catch you next time on midlife crisis good night everybody